this is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. I've talked before about the crucial need for skills, and I don't mean technical skills or coding skills or even trade labor skills. Those can all be taught and learned and all sorts of courses and programs in order to learn those. The training that I'm talking about is what we traditionally label soft skills. A previous episode in this podcast, I talked about Jeff Weiner, CEO of LinkedIn, and how he continuously talks about the need for those soft skills. And it's a critical need. And those are skills like oral communication, written communication, team building, leadership, time management. And 92% of employers say that skill shortages is negatively affecting productivity, employee satisfaction, and turnover. This is why training, ongoing training, is so important. Less than 40% of millennials and 30% of Gen Z workers feel that they have the skills they need to succeed. So fewer than 40% of millennials, fewer than 30% of Gen Z workers. They are looking to businesses, their current employers or future employers, because they'll make the switch to help get them ready in the new era. And with many of the manufacturing jobs being outsourced to other countries, what is left? Those creative skills, communication. Seth Godin's book, Lynchpin, talks about the importance of having those people who are crucial, but it's not because of the hard skills. It's because of their ability to be innovative and creative. That's where communication and team building and leadership all come together. It's not about I am the best coder that there is or I am the best financial analyst that there is. It is about how am I communicating? How am I inspiring? How am I leading? How am I getting the best out of my teammates and my direct reports? Can you see how those kinds of skills can really cause an organization to catapult. We're talking in terms of employee engagement, being fulfilled, being acknowledged. Most workers say that their number one and number two reasons for feeling fulfilled in their, in their jobs are well, it's that being fulfilled, that they're doing work that they feel is, is a good use of their strengths, their gifts, and that they're acknowledged. Money and salary come below that. So if you think about if they want to be fulfilled in their work and they want to be acknowledged, what's a great way to do that? Well, help everybody in the organization improve their communication, improve their leadership, their team building. I'm going to feel much more fulfilled that I am using my gifts, my strengths, if it's actually called upon in my job to use those gifts and strengths. What that means is my manager, my leader, my vice president, wherever I am in the organization needs to know 
what my skills and my strengths and my gifts are and utilize them, maximize them appropriately. Then if I'm utilizing them and I get acknowledged for it, I am going to feel engaged, fulfilled, happy, less likely to be looking for another organization. Why would I? I'm getting my needs met, those, those internal needs met. My salary meets my external needs. My internal needs need to be met as well. 70% of employees believe training could help them become more focused on the job and better at managing their time. So why not give that them? How can they be more focused on the job? That time management skill that Jeff Weiner mentioned. If they can manage their time better, they can be more focused. Part of this is, am I, is what I'm doing, is what's on my to-do list actually really important? Is it really going to make a difference? Then if they're aware of that, that yes, indeed, my job description and what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis is crucial and important to the running, the efficient running and successful running of this organization. But if I don't feel that, and I just have this sense of, what am I even doing here? That is not sustainable. And it certainly does not feed the internal. Salary may feed the external, but we need something to feed the internal as well. 83% of workers participating in a mentoring program admitted that their experience positively influenced their desire to stay at their organization. Why? Why is that? Because if they're in a mentoring program, it's because they are specifically wanting to work on more traditional soft skills. We don't go in a mentoring program for hard skills. That we, we may pay for a course or, or a specific training in that skill, but we don't go into mentoring usually for those kinds of skills. We go into a mentoring program because we need something that's a little more intangible. We need someone to model good leadership. We need someone to help us with our communication and our negotiation skills. We need someone who can see the best in us and help bring that out of us and give us tools and strategies to to climb up that ladder. But again, that is all about soft skills. So where are you in your organization focusing on developing these skills in your workforce? Is it even a conscious effort? Is there any kind of training program you have or a mentoring program? What about your onboarding process? Do any of those things that are hopefully in place, do they bring in those concepts of improving communication, leadership, team building, time management, creativity, innovation, What if your organization actually did focus some of your training and development budget, time, resources in 
developing, maximizing, and really getting the best out of your people. You know, I know it's a, it's a slogan, be all that you can be. But if you think about it, deep down, isn't that probably what each and every one of us really wants, if we're aware of it? Don't we want to be able to use our skills and our gifts and for people to notice and to be able to continue to advance and feel worthwhile? That's what, that's what I want. Had a lovely lunch with some friends of ours uh, some time ago, and she's in, in the search for a new position. And she found one. And she's, she's not loving it. And she said, what's interesting is that when she talks to people like her parents or, or other colleagues or friends and about how she's just not feeling fulfilled, she feels like this is a soul-sucking job, the response that she's getting is, suck it up. Suck it up, buttercup. Just, just you, you got to do your time. Like, that's what work is. You know, you, you go and you do something that you know, you may not want to do and you probably don't want to do, but you do it because that's, that's what you have to do. And I was a little taken aback because of course our entire company (laughs) has the opposite viewpoint, which is what if your employees and staff actually liked coming to work? Maybe because of the people, maybe because of the, the work in the world that, that this organization or this company does. But what if more, it was because they came to work going, I know what I'm doing makes a difference. I know that it's important. I know that people appreciate what I do. And I'm excited to see what kind of impact I can make today. What difference I can make. What ripples I can cause to start going outward. I truly believe that every single person in an organization from the janitor all the way up to the CEO can have that feeling of what I do makes an impact. And it's up to us as leaders in organizations to promote that, to make sure that's part of the culture and starts at the top. And then it works its way down. So then the next level, the vice presidents, and then the directors, and then the managers, everybody on their team at each level feels seen, heard, and acknowledged because of what they can do in the organization, because of what they can offer, what they do offer, and then being acknowledged for that. Do you see the magic in that? Do you see that vision? Do you see the potential? What could your organization look like if that's how your staff and employees felt? How would your day be different if that's how you felt? If you'd like to learn more or you'd like to delve into what could a culture and a strengths-based workplace and this positive leadership and team building, what could that do for my company? Visit us at theshulergroupllc.com, click on one-on-one complimentary consultation, 
and let's see what kind of magic we can create in your organization. Until next time, may you thrive.